This is a HeadGum Podcast. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. BiteClear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. <laughs> Release Hello, the Snyder Cut. Hello, Release the bling bang cut. I... <laughs> <laughs> I am just William Cartwright, and I am joined today by... Jeremy Cobb. But Lobin of Roxley, that's right, he's back again, calls me King in the North, Cobb Stark. And then I try to shoot Kevin Costner. This is the wrong dungeon and the wrong dragon. Full Prince vibe? Woof! (laughs) This makes them even more black. Does have an alligator with a pistol in it, though. And I love it. <laughs> we're about to get into something real big now. King of the North, Cobstock. I mean, you live in the South, which does make it's me true. kind of feel a little uh, aggrieved at this statement. But Cobstock is so dope that I'll let it happen, and I will yes. bend the knee to the King of the North, the true King of the North. Thank you, Jeremy Cobstock. Uh, we are living in the northern hemisphere of the globe. And when I live in the United True. States, I live in the northern United States. So, you know. Okay, there you go. So yeah. uh, you must return to your seat of power in the north of the states. Yes. That is your, that is your family's throne seat of power. in Cincinnati. Yeah. My ancestral <laughs> home. <laughs> <laughs> Said no one ever. <laughs> uh, but hello, halflings. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we are back with another episode. Um, sadly, we're still having technical issues with uh, with lovely Liv. So uh, mm. it's just myself and Jeremy today. Uh, but we've got an exciting one for you, a very topical one for you, uh, which I am very excited for. But Jeremy, before we get started, is there anything that you uh, anything any updates that we need to know about? Not anything in particular. I'm just just checking to see if there is. Well, uh, oh yes, uh, stay tuned because uh, we're still releasing more episodes of Tales of Volgado, the Curse of the Spider, uh, the Curse of the Spider Queen. At this Woo! point, uh, episode, I think the first six episodes are out for everyone. But yeah, yeah. this Thursday, uh, we will be releasing episode seven to you know the regular old patron, uh, the regular old peeps. But yeah. the patrons should be receiving episodes seven, eight, and nine. Whoa! So much content, uh, and complete with Wagadi watches. So if you want to uh, skip a little, skip ahead a little bit, and have uh, be able to tell your friends what's what's uh, what they got coming up, then you can check out uh, the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash tb halflings. Um, and then the other thing that I wanted to mention, and uh, I might sort of, I'll let you, you can jump in as well if you want, Jeremy, but uh, mm. I am officially a DM for hire, and it's been going really well. People uh, have been excited about it, um, but I wanted to shout out on the main show to let you know that if you want to be DM'd by me, then you can. There is a whole ass website that you can go to <gasps> um, where you can book 
my services. I also do podcast consulting. Uh, if you have a podcast and you're you're looking to 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 improve them numbers, uh, then I will uh, I'll give you a hand. I've actually got my first podcast consultancy uh, session this weekend, which is very exciting. I'm very much looking forward to it. Hey, um, but I also believe that you do some 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 dms uh for for hirings it is true uh i have not yet got a website set up uh but that is very much in the process jeremy's so uh in the like in the mainstream you don't even need a website i mean like (laughs) jeremy is like there's so much content of you dming it's just like look go listen to to that okay yeah exactly (laughs) you you like that to me then Then, you know then book me message me dm slide in my dms hit me up uh as as of right now yes you can slide into my dms uh i have rates and everything that i can quote to you uh, but I do intend to also set up a website and allow for peeps uh, to hire me to DM. I actually run both uh, D&D 5th Edition and Paradox Perfect. So if you ever want to try out nice. the uh, the madness that is Paradox Perfect, uh, I'm also working on adding uh, a few other games to my repertoire. So stay Ooh. tuned for that. Uh, perhaps, yeah. perhaps less, even less rules intensive uh, than 5e. I mean, 5e is pretty rules intensive, but less rules intensive than 5e. Uh, and perhaps more narrative. So we shall see. Um, Love but- it. Yes, yes. Uh, but yes, uh, stay tuned for more because I'll have Woo. a full launch at some point. Yay! Um, that's awesome. Uh, very exciting. But just wanted to flag that to anyone who is thinking of uh, maybe uh, getting a, you know, doing something. I have one of uh, people that has uh, hired me. Um, they were like, "Oh, I was thinking about getting like a piece of artwork done for my group, just like a bit of a like thank you, a bit of a cool thing." And then I saw this and was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go for that because uh, that feels like a really cool gift to give to, to people." So there you go. There's a, yeah. there's a cool thing that you can do if you want to. Um, but we're not here to talk about us as DMs today. Uh, we've kind of done that, I guess. Mm. Although I do um, have some tales from the table uh, at some point in the future. Yes, I've been sitting on these now we, for months got in some, one case. Some, some juicy, some juicy tales. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but we are going to talk today about the most recent fantasy escapades for fantasy tv series uh mainly mm-hmm. uh rings of power and house of the dragon which is which are still both airing uh neither of them have completed as of yes. the point we're uh recording this yet but we thought we'd do a sort of almost like a mid-season uh recap refresher uh talk about how we've enjoyed it uh mm. and uh, talk about some of the the conversations and everything around these shows yes what um, is this spoiler free just uh well, this is what i was gonna say i think what we should do is we'll do a spoiler free section now mm-hmm. uh and we'll dig into like the casting the online reaction all of that stuff and then at the end we'll have a little bit of fun we can do a little bit of discussing yeah. the the shows up to the point we're at uh and and we can do a bit of a spoilery session at the, at the end so if mm. people want to they can stop listening or go away catch yeah, up or and skip then come to back this and, part yeah yeah, or, yeah skip we, should, we should do that they always do that on youtube like oh skip to such and such to avoid spoilers skip to, yeah we should Absolutely. edit in one of us saying well that's what i'm, what I'm hoping to avoid spoilers well what i'm hoping is is that if we put it at the end we'll be like mm-hmm. right this is like effectively the end of the episode if you oh, haven't listened okay you know okay. what i mean yeah that's what i'm hoping for. save us some editing time <laughs> definitely save us some editing time yeah um 
So I thought, Jerry, why don't we start? I think personally we should start with Rings of Power purely because I think, you know, we've talked a lot about Tolkien. We've talked mm-hmm. a lot about Lord of the Rings on this show and mm-hmm. uh, and everything. And I think this was always going to be a bit of a benchmark moment for sort of fantasy in general to see how they handled the Tolkien property, but making it kind of more diverse, more, you know, welcoming of, of all shapes and sizes of people and dealt with a lot of the you know, yikes, you know, yes. pull my collar, kind of, it's hot in here stuff. Um, <laughs> so uh, I guess I'll start with a question to you, mm-hmm. um, which is, first of all, how did it make you feel seeing a dope-ass black elf on TV uh, in glorious, glorious form? And second of all, um, how do you feel like, maybe let's pick a specific thing, how do you feel like they've handled, let's, let's start with the orcs in particular, because I think that mm-hmm. was like one of the big bones of contentions specifically even with the uh, original movies yes um so uh yeah those two things okay so first uh the black elf as well as all of the black characters i think have been fantastic Mm. um the black elf's storyline uh this is not i don't think a spoiler for the show Mm. but it takes place it's structured actually more similarly to game of thrones in the sense that you are jumping from location to location around Mm. middle earth in each episode uh and each storyline has kind of a different emotional tone a different set of characters uh it's but it's still very Lord of the Ringsy. It's just like a bunch of yes. different Lord of the Rings storylines. It's much lines. more like ethereal and kind of, uh, you know, yeah, like and magical and, and like, ancient. And like, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and in some ways, whimsical uh, than, yes, than Westeros. I would yes. say, uh, in fact, significantly more whimsical in some cases. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't I, think whimsical and Westeros are ever <laughs> two things that have <laughs> ever gone together particularly. Yeah, uh, it was like five minutes at the beginning of the first season, and then a kid got pushed out of a window. So you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, exactly. That's about as long exactly. as they got. <laughs> yeah, uh, the magic in Westeros is not happy, uh, <laughs> whereas the magic here is sometimes happy. Sometimes it's scary and threatening, but sometimes it's happy and cool. Uh, and I would say the elf's story, like the elf's character, is very, very interesting. I think. Uh, uh, first of all, I think the pacing of it and the the characters involved in that storyline are interesting. And, and some of them, the kinds of we've never really seen before. Uh, mm-hmm. There are human characters with alignments uh, as in like ideolo- ideologies and alignments that we haven't really seen before. We're seeing much more of the common people of Middle Earth and we're seeing much more interaction between like your regular humans and regular elves. Uh, instead of like Prince Legolas yeah. and Prince <laughs> yeah, should yeah. be King Aragorn. Like you're yeah, seeing yeah, like yeah, just yeah. normal people. Uh, and the I think so that is very interesting as well as just the the general the feeling the atmosphere of threat that pervades. Mm. I think the whole series. There's a real mm. sense of like something is coming. I think it's, 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 a, it's a really genius move, right? Because we all know what's coming. Yeah. Uh, this is no spoiler to say that, like, it's Sauron. <laughs> like, obviously. Yeah, Sauron, like, uh, believe it or not, is, is a villain in this show. <laughs> yeah, is this a bad guy in, in the Lord of the Rings <laughs> thing? But, like, that, I think that's, uh, that's kind of clever in a sense that I think you don't have, even have to be... I think you could be Lord of the Rings adjacent and still mm-hmm. know... Oh, I think that bad guy is called Sauron. Yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, so, yeah. There's always the question of like, wait, is that Sauron? Have we seen him? Is there? Yeah, is he, yeah, yeah, where is he? Where is he? Where is he? Where is he? We're just looking for him. He's under that rock. He's under that rock. I can feel it. <laughs> uh, and I think that, yeah, I really love that. And then in terms of the, the, the question of how they are handling the more yikes aspects, mm. 
honestly, they are dealing with the issue of racism much more than the original mm-hmm. series did, much more explicitly, I think, in, yes. in, in more cases. Because obviously the original series has the issue with Legolas and Gimli and them being racists at first and then kind of coming to respect each other. And, under, and you know, by the end of the series, they're like best buds, uh, you know, and they, they sail off to the West together at the end, like Gimli's allowed to go to the Undying Land. I think with Legolas mm-hmm. uh, and it's all beautiful uh, whereas in this uh, there are multiple areas of like we don't like that group of people and that mm-hmm. group of people and we don't like that group of people uh, yeah. and we actually see some of the roots uh, perhaps of some of those disagreements as well there's yeah. um, I don't think this is a big spoiler there are references to the idea that the elves have overseen some groups of men and the men feel like the elves are like overly controlling and, and oppressive towards them uh, yeah. there are I- instances of dwarves having real issues with some of the elves behavior which seems to mm. be, come really more from elven culture rather than anything yes. else uh, which is really really interesting uh, I, I think I don't think it's a spoiler but but um, uh, just because it's like a, just a line which mm-hmm. is said, but some of like I really, really love some of the things they've done with the elves, and like there's some lines of them being like, like look, guys, we have to realize that we are that for us this may be five minutes, a flash in the pan, mm. but for everyone else, literally for humans, for dwarves, for every other living creature, it was like that was an entire lifetime yeah. that's just gone by, and we've not done anything, or we've not. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I was like. That's really interesting because I think that like it, it kind of plays, it kind of explains, I guess, a lot of this kind of like self-referential, very like yeah. fucking hoity-toity kind of uh, uh, feelings and opinions because it's just like, well, I don't know, like uh, we'll talk, we'll talk about it in a hundred years time. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like for everyone else, that's an literally a lifetime, you know. Yeah, the series mm. even starts by kind of recapping how elves came to Middle Earth in the first place, mm-hmm. uh, and there's a pervading sense throughout much of the series, uh, especially amongst like the high elves, so uh, quote unquote, that they're yeah. like, we're just kind of here for the time being. And yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We're, we're here, but our home is there. And when we're done here, we're just going to go home. Uh, yeah. Where our home is in another dimension, basically. Uh, mm. In contrast to our black elf, who seems to be much more like, no, I live here. This is my home. Uh, mm. I'm going to defend it and that sort of thing. Yes. Uh, which well, is, he's a s- sylvan elf, right? That's not. Yeah, I think I didn't find that out through the show. I just yeah. Googled him. <laughs> also, just like the way that they present him, he does not come across as like no, an Elrond sort of elf or a no, Galadriel no, no, no. sort of elf. He's, he's closer no. to a Legolas elf. Uh, mm. where he's like, I live in the forest and do, but instead of, instead you see a lot more interaction between the different races of Middle Earth. As far as the Definitely. orcs, personally, I don't think a whole lot has changed. We just mm-hmm. see more examples of, I guess, orc culture, uh, yes. and activity, which I think mm. is interesting, but it, I mean, they're still kind of all evil. So yes. like, yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> in that sense, eh. uh, I will say I like that they brought back something that they, it felt like they kind of dropped from the original Lord of the Rings movies, uh, which mm. is that orcs can't go out or don't like to go out during the daytime. Yes, uh, yeah, and yeah, what yeah, made yeah. Urukai special is that they could. 
they could yeah yeah whereas in by the time we get to like return of the king the entire orc army is out in the sun it's just chilling and nobody has (laughs) any issues seemingly not not uh, not a problem at all yeah and maybe there was some in-universe explanation but it wasn't in the movies and uh in this movie there really is a plot point where like Mm. oh you they literally cannot go out in the sun so they have to behave in different ways yes uh, which i thought was also very interesting so yeah, I think just to jump on the back of that one about the orcs specifically, because I I think there has been some some changes, some dif- some differences. Purely in the sense, I think that the culture point of view for me is a big one. Mm. Um, in the f- sense that like I can feel like they feel like I can feel I can imagine so, like that there is um uh you know a community of mm-hmm. of sorts. Do you know what I mean? Even if it is explicitly evil or whatever, mm-hmm. that they are there's a, a sense of like making and creation and kind of life cycle and do you know what I mean? Like yes. it, it, it doesn't just and feel like they are an entity that it, it, exactly right. And 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 I do think there had there are instances again. Don't think this is a spoiler, but I think there are instances where you see emotions like fear. Mm-hmm. Uh, from them, like and like, like really clearly, and remind me, I'll bring this up again later when we get into spoilers because it's like one bit where I really remember feeling like, oh shit, like this is a bad situation that they're in. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? For like, the orcs. I felt bad. Yeah, I felt really bad for them. <laughs> yeah. and I think even that for me feels like a huge jump. Yeah, because um, there was fear in the original trilogy, but it was always fear of the heroes. It was always yes. like oh, absolutely. Gandalf yeah, yeah, yeah. is riding down and they're like, yeah, ah! yeah, like or the yeah, riders yeah, yeah. of Rohirrim are going and you see the orcs getting starting to panic as the mm-hmm. line of the Rohirrim charges towards them. Whereas in this, but, it's like there's mm-hmm. moments of like, oh, these these orcs are vulnerable. That's exa- exactly that. Exactly that. And I think so that for me, that feels like quite a big difference and, and departure from the original, which helps to make them feel a lot more uh, like because I also think it is slightly different and we shouldn't mix the two of them up because I think that um that there are instances where I find the Wizards of the Coast kind of that that kind of I'm not just pinning this on Wizards of the Coast, but sort of that explanation of orcs to be even more offensive in some cases, not in mm. the original Tolkien cases, but in the fact that they're like a bought they're a creature that is born that is whatever. Whereas in Lord of the Rings, like orcs are like made right. They're not like they're like these things that kind of like literally kind of like they are corrupted. Uh, you know other things do you know what yes. i mean like the, so it's it's not that they are explicitly a race uh that was kind of that is kind of evolved over time and maybe it's something that will evolve over time mm-hmm. do you know what i mean but like ostensibly where we are right now they are these things that are created they are like humans or whatever that have been buried in the ground and turned and twisted into these kind of yeah or smelling. elves as it were because i think the or, general the general well, i thought it was I thought it was Orakai became elves and humans became orcs, but maybe I'm no. Maybe it's I'm elves. Wrong. Elves were made into orcs, and then Urukai appear to have been made by breeding orcs with men. Maybe it's oh, not wow. clear. Okay. They don't really say that in the movies, and they don't go into detail in the books. But the implication is yeah, like they like, either just use other magics to make them that way, or they or may have yeah. maybe did some weird sorcery that intermingled them or something. Yeah. Sure. It's it's messy. Someone, some one of our listeners will know. Please hit us up yeah. and let us know. But where yes, orc the guys come from the, the the yeah. The suspicion is that the original orcs were made by uh, torturing and twisting elves mm. uh, and perverting elves. And then there's also suspicion that the the trolls were originally Ents who were huh. twisted and well, perverted in much the same way. Well, crazy. Yeah. So yeah, I think that that's so that feels like a, a, a big uh, departure from for me and a, and a very conscious choice on their part, which I think ultimately is 
quite clever in the sense that they they aren't sort of doing a complete disservice to the original source i think mm. if they do you know what i mean if we'd have if we'd have uh cut to like undercover boss style you know a little a coffee shop or like you know a little break room <laughs> with the orcs being like i'm so sick of this oh yeah. god like i wish i could get out and get a better life for me and little timothy and then we see like a tiny little orc baby and a you know what i mean i feel like yeah <laughs> 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 I need help with my maths. Milk. Give me milk. He's, he goes home. I've got to help the boy with his homework. And he goes in, he's yeah. helping his son. Sorry, with boss. Maths. I can't go to the front line today. <laughs> um, I promise my wife we go on a date. And he's just like, <laughs> the orcs are there. Like, it's my day off. As you can see, like an army going by. And they're like, wrong. Yeah. And he's like, hey, hey. want me day off. <laughs> don't look at him, just sweetheart. There, don't just look at there him. in a Hawaiian shirt and a <laughs> coconut. <laughs> we went to um, the Riverlands or wherever. I don't know. Like a- <laughs> all orcs have like a free pass where they're allowed to just like go wherever they want without yeah. being bothered. Uh, if they're if they're if they show their car that shows they're on holiday, <laughs> he went to the Harfoots. Um, He's hanging out with the Harfoots. <laughs> Chilling with Lenny Henry. <laughs> <laughs> They're just smoking some pipe weed. <laughs> I'll tell you what, you are for Scott life. I want to retire Jer- here. Hey, Jeremy, we said we weren't going to do spoilers for the show. Look what we've done. Fuck. <laughs> oh, no. We spoiled the, the oh, spoiled. orc retirement plan uh, arc. <laughs> When the Turns orcs unionize really, and start demanding benefits, they got, benefits they got, they got great point. benefits. They got great benefits. We got a great four hundred one k. Oh, funny! But uh, hilariously, the last point I'll make on the orcs. Hilariously, with us just doing uh, like the t- the traditional like orc voice, I do think that something that has changed. I don't think all the orcs sound the same. Yeah. Uh, either, which I do think is a very uh, important change because there was a lot of. Um, uh, a lot of people who rightly have pointed out that in the original Lord of the Rings trilogy, it's basically just like it's just like rough kind of uh, Cockney kind of mm-hmm. what is what is considered like a working man's or a lo- like yes. a lower class accent um, uh, for them, and I think that that was a good choice for them not to all you know sound like that. Also, if like they are elves, surely some of them have got to be like. Oh yes, it's me, nasty orc man. You know what I mean? Like yeah. some of them have got to have a little snarly RP. Honestly, yeah. a much more evil accent than Cockney. Like, yes, <laughs> it really like, is. Like if we want to talk about the people that have perpetrated some badness over the years, <laughs> they probably had an RP accent as opposed to a Cockney one. Yeah, a hundred percent. I will say though, they they do have pretty almost. I think all of the dwarves in this are fully mm. Scottish, <laughs> which has me True. like. True, yeah. but I also feel like that wasn't a comment on Scottish. Like it's true. A, it's, it's like, one it's city. Not a negative. To be fair, it's one you know I mean? city slash country of dwarves who are yeah, which and they that. would have probably similar accents if they're all coming from the same place. Yeah, and the important point is that obviously it's not a negative portrayal of dwarves because yes. then Scottish people might have been like, "Hey, I got a problem with that, pal." <laughs> you know what I mean, yeah, um, that's a line from the show. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, more spoilers. <laughs> more spoilers. Uh, um, when the dwarves are trying to uh, are, show up to advocate uh, for the orc union to try and help negotiate, the, there's they hire they hire like a dwarf legal team to help uh, to help run like to help push forward their union demands. I am an extremely litigious dwarf. <laughs> 
It's James, like Gimli's great great short, great grandfather. Short James McAvoy turns up with a ginger beard. <laughs> 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 oh man, I really I know I won't we throw out one shot ideas all the time, but genuinely can the three of us play dwar- uh, orcs going on a holiday at some point? Cuz like just like it's a really wholesome adventure where we just go out and like see the world for the first time because mm-hmm. like we don't remember any every of our previous memories, we're just like on a little adventure. Maybe we could do it in Wonderhome, but we all just yeah. play orcs. I do like the idea of all of us being orcs, but it's specifically like we use Wanderhome and we're just storytelling about our fun, whimsical adventures. (laughs) But we'll keep making reference to like the hordes that we're part of back (laughs) home. The theme, the theme. And like the evil that is perpetrated and yes. we're just like, yeah, but it's nice to get away from that occasionally, you know? <laughs> oh, hot Put your orc claws summer. Up. <laughs> orc summer! Okay, well now we have to get Emily Axford to DM it for us. <laughs> we have to. You know if we you know if we pitch hot orc summer, Emily Axford oh, will hundred percent do it. She would she would be there in a heartbeat. Uh, <laughs> I'm making a note. We get like I'm her and Brennan to team up because Brennan knows all the Lord of the Rings lore. Uh, oh. I, I don't know how big Emily is into Lord of the Rings. It'd be really, really funny to do. Oh, <laughs> like, man, it'd be so orcs funny. just here. We're just trying to have a nice. <laughs> we're just trying to have a nice <laughs> just with vacation. the backdrop of war. <laughs> <laughs> One of us is having marital problems. Uh, do you know what it like, should be as well? It should be like we should be. We should go up to like Saruman and cash in our chips like the day of like the march to Helm's Deep, <laughs> and he's like, "Really now?" And we're like, "Yeah, well, we, you know, we've we've had it planned for a long time, and we yeah. want to go." <laughs> yeah, it's like we 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 put in for the time off. We put in for yeah. the time off. Six yeah. months ago, in my you opinion, said it was fine. <laughs> in my opinion, if we put a time in, if we put in for time off, we're just letting you know we're not going to be yeah. here on that day. It's not exactly. us asking for the time off. It's a courtesy okay. that we're even here now having this conversation with yeah. you, my dark lord. I, uh, bows, I bows, bows, need bows. you to come in early. <laughs> 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 no, 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 that's not going to happen because I have got a foot massage scheduled at exactly uh, 10 a.m. tomorrow morning. I'm going to so be drinking my ties and lounging on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> looks like how? Look, how do you like expect me to get back on our menu, boys? <laughs> How do you expect us to get down to the pool to secure our lounger if we aren't there to put a towel on it in the morning? Look, I've got a timeshare. I've got to be honest. <laughs> oh, this, man. This, oh. this would be amazing. Oh, uh, man, this would be so funny. <laughs> this would be so funny. Oh, we get we like Johnny to, to do... What's the song that goes like, Holiday, oh, I've never known no, what they're saying, great. but I feel like you could put just orc, like holiday. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, nice. Yeah. yeah, we should do that. Uh, yeah, that's, we should make this happen. Yeah. Oh, so funny. But anyway, uh, how about we uh, pivot uh, to talking about the <laughs> some of the cast <laughs> of this show? <laughs> Almost nothing. <laughs> oh, are we still talking about the show? Okay, I thought we were pulling completely away. Okay, let's say yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You said yeah, the yeah, cast. No. That was what you said. Yes, the cast of the of the of the, yes. the rings of power, yes. not the cast of Hot Hawk Summer. <laughs> um, but I th- okay, so <clears throat> so to bring this back, one of my favorite characters in the whole damn show uh, is Duran's wife. Yeah, she's uh, fantastic. 
Oh my god! There is a again, not a there's not a spoiler, but there's a scene where she sings, and it gave me goosebumps on my goosebumps. It was one of the hardest a scene has gone mm. uh, for me in a while. I was literally like, I have like said multiple times, like, oh come on. Like, very earnestly, because I've been that blown away by, like, the visuals mm. and the just sort of the general look of this whole show. But that scene, I was like, ooh, yeah. mama. Like, it was just, it was absolutely meticulous. And I think that what is so amazing about that as well is to have this, like, big black woman there singing. Like, I was just like, yeah. I feel like you did this on purpose, and I'm fucking here <laughs> for it. Let's go. Like, it was... Get out sick. Like, it, it was just so perfect. I thought, it earns its place mm. alongside the other classic Lord of the Rings singing scenes. Like, mm. easily. Like, uh, yeah. obviously, Billy Boyd's famous scene the in Return of the King. Little Haunting Boy song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or in the Haunted Boy song. <laughs> or uh, <laughs> even in The Hobbit with the Misty I Mountains. The Haunted Boy. Uh, yeah. the, uh, <laughs> the Hobbit with the Misty Mountain song. Uh, yeah. Like, oh, man. That song alone should have, like, oh, the films deserve to be better yeah. for that song alone. Because yeah. that, like, the uh, the Misty Mountains, the, 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 the all the orcs, like, one of those dudes in that track gets low. Like, yes. to the point where I'm like, how? You sound like a rumbling mountain. How is that possible? <laughs> it's very yeah. impressive. It's uh, really but yeah, impressive. that would be, a, they're up there with John Williams' music for the prequels as music mm. that deserved a better movie. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, but yeah, I think she's, I completely agree. I think the cast, there honestly, there hasn't been a single cast member that I'm like, you know, nope. like I just made a nope. face, by the way, because uh, yeah, yeah. I just realized this is an audio <laughs> format. There hasn't been a single it's, cast where yeah. cast member where I disapprove or think that, like, mm. what are we doing here? Um, I, I will say um, b b it, on the subject of casting, I think mm. we also have to talk about the fan response to the casting. Yes. Well, this was the next thing. Yeah. Uh, yes. Was, and I was talking I was talking to my friend, actually, our mutual friend, Ryan, uh, pri oh. uh, prior to this. We've both been watching. Both shout House of the Dragon and yes, shout out to Ryan. Uh, shout out uh, House of the Dragon and uh, the Rings of Power, and he noted that that House of Dr the Dragon has not seemingly received the same level of backlash as Lord of the Rings has, and I think part of it is that Lord of the Rings is frankly a bigger property. As big mm -hmm. as Game of Thrones is, let's be real, those last two seasons, especially that last season, really shot him in the foot. And uh, also, let's be honest, there is no Game of Thrones without Lord of the Rings. Yes. Like, Lord of the Rings is the OG of all, like, of all of this stuff. <laughs> Do you know yes. what I mean? The, the, it just doesn't happen. We don't, there's no way that a place like HBO puts as much money into Game of Thrones as they did if Lord of the Rings and other shows like that hadn't been made. So, yes. You know, also, cool. kids can watch Lord of the Rings. So mm, it's yeah. in, in, that's you a big better one. should not be letting your small child uh, watch no. <laughs> Game of Thrones or House Especially of the Dragon. Especially if you see a wedding coming. Just, yes. just if you see a wedding coming, just just, just turn the kids away. <laughs> uh, but part of it is also that in contrast to House of the Dragon, Rings of Power really put their diverse cast front and center in their advertising. Yes, this was uh, something that was, there's yeah. the famous uh, magazine cover in which uh, Durin's wife is there, mm -hmm. like on the cover, and they're they were literally pushing like, "Hey, check out who we got! Uh, this, yeah. uh, look how cool this is that we got some we got some black people in this show." Um, Her name I, is Disa, by the way. Uh, just uh, just to clarify, Disa. That, that Disa, yeah. Okay, yeah, thank -I -S -A. you. Um, yeah, I think. 
I think that that was a big part of the backlash. Uh, mm. Also, Game of Thrones honestly was more <laughs> racially diverse, even if it was pretty uh pretty monolithic in terms of its race it still actually had more black people with speaking mm. parts than lord of the rings did like there yes. were multiple characters who weren't white who actually were important to the show uh yeah call drogo uh jason yeah. momoa is not white uh no. but so like that's well you've got yeah and you've got uh you've got the whole you got like a lot of people from dawn yeah. um who you know so it's still very like yeah kind pedro of, pascal very, not white yeah, it's very, Still very much like everyone was in their space. It wasn't like a diverse melting pot of people or anything like that. But like, yeah. but there was diversity. You're absolutely right. Whereas literally the highest melanin count within Lord of the Rings originally was the orcs and the Uruk-hai. Exactly. There was no one else of any melanin. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Other than like the Easterlings. The evil, the evil men who speak not at all, but are just <laughs> there to be evil. Wearing masks and have vaguely Asian uh, like yeah. costume design, basically. Yeah. So the we can all see the, the issues there. Yeah, <laughs> we can see the issues with that. I think. Yes. I don't think we have to. If we have to spell out why that's an issue, <laughs> go back and listen to some earlier episodes. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> call James. Call James Mendes. Yeah, call James Mendes and he'll he'll uh, he'll sort you out. Uh, yes, uh, but I I think that. There has been I've noticed that there's a big split in the response to the show from the fans, ver- well, fans, quote unquote, uh, versus mm. the critics. The critics have yes. been big on the show. You know, they're yeah. saying it's a good show. Uh, yeah. They've they've loved it, whereas or at least liked it. Uh, whereas the fans, if you it's really interesting, if you look at uh, Ryan sent me a picture of what website was this? Um, was it? Oh, he just Googled Lord of the Rings, the Ring of Power. And on Google, the audience rating, the two most common choices are five and one. And they are yeah. both like halfway across uh, yeah. the bar. <laughs> and it the show's rating averages out to 3.1. And I think what you're seeing is that show got review bombed. I think people mm. were because I remember seeing like arguments on Facebook by uh, people, by white people uh, arguing like about the casting before the show had ever come out uh they were saying like oh uh it's how do we have black orcs how would they have gotten the melon and necessary to be this color uh and people trying to throw up like <laughs> biological explanations this was black dwarves right like yes. they spend all that yeah, yeah 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 how do we have a black dwarf or like why are we having a black elf tolkien never does he's described the elves as fair which it's questionable to me how much the word fair literally means white in that context. Yeah, I was going to say, I would say, like, I'm, yeah, exactly. I'm pretty fair. Screw yeah. you. Like, I yeah. can be fair. I can, I can be, I'm pretty, as far as black people go, I'm pretty fair. Yeah, but it right? also doesn't, it doesn't just refer to skin color. It refers to attractive and it has like a sense of like purity. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, that's what I was talking about. Yeah. Oh, that you pure, were just a hot. I am pure and beautiful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, no, we agree. Everyone agrees <laughs> yeah, on that. Yeah, okay, good. Uh, okay, we are cool. three fair halflings. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. So we're all on the same page that me, you, and Liv are hot and fair. <laughs> yeah. Are hot, yeah. black, and fair. <laughs> <laughs> hot, black, and fair. On, we're going to do a new cover of uh, Young, Black, and Talent. <laughs> 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 uh, so, the, uh, yeah, I think that the, I think that the fan backlash is largely because uh basically racism is the short answer but i'm, I'm not saying that every <laughs> yeah. i'm not saying that every single person who is hating it is Critical thinking the to yeah. themselves like mm. oh i don't like this or i like i don't like the idea that there are black people in this but i yeah. think well not consciously i think they are probably unconsciously thinking like wait 
my idea of this was always that it was a white thing. And now mm-hmm. you're saying that it has to be a black thing, too? Yeah, I don't yeah, like yeah, that yeah. you're making this a black thing. Why does mm-hmm. it have to be a black? It could have been. I liked it when it was a white thing. No mm-hmm. one had any issues when it was a white thing. Not true. Uh, (laughs) No one that I've spoken to had any issues when it was a white thing. Why are we making it a non-white thing? Uh, And in reality, there's like five characters who aren't white. Yeah, exactly. So this is yeah, this is this is my first point. It's like Gladriel and stuff is still probably like one of the main, the, the like the main character. Mm-hmm. If you had to pick one, she's super white, uh, and so is Elrond, and so is like most of the elves. Yeah. And still is most of the dwarves, most of the humans. Like yep. it is even most of the Harfoots. Most of the Harfoots, exactly. And so that's my first answer. And my and my second point is that. I have been seeing a lot of this because there's obviously but there was a lot with the with Little Mermaid. I mean, yikes! Uh, how would even... she have gotten enough sunlight yeah. at the bottom of the ocean mm. if she wasn't? It's a Danish fairy tale. Oh my god! So now we're all historians. That's where we're <laughs> gonna play this. Now we're all historians. Okay, because if we go far enough back, <laughs> do you know what I mean? We're gonna we're gonna find out some shit. Do we want, do we want to go that far back? Do we want to? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think part of my um my overall response to this is just that it it lacks all basis in logic. The uh, fact that we have people trying to say with their chest with conviction uh this stuff about fucking melanin. Like white people are talk now are willing to talk about melanin when you we can have, have a black dragon. Dra- literally, when we you have, can have a black yeah. dragon in the show. Yeah. You can't, or black wyvern because they change or wyvern depending on how you pronounce it. <laughs> because they change what he is from movie to movie in the Hobbits. Exactly. Uh, but and like, come on. But, the, but that's what I'm saying. The fact that we have we have magic. We have the elf. They are elves and dwarves. Like, hear yourself. You know, the Ariel is a fucking fish. <laughs> she is a fish. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, what are you talking about? Like, hear yourself. There is they should have such... hired a a, dative, a Danish actress to play the role. Yeah, well, this is exactly it. These are the same people that would have watched Ghost in the Shell and been like, no notes, this is fine. Mm-hmm. Like, you cannot have it both ways. Mm-hmm. You they watch God of, Gods of Egypt and they're like, yeah. Gods cool. of Egypt, exactly. And been like, yeah, this is fine. There's no, I see no issue here. You cannot have it both ways. Either you want everyone to play exactly what they are and if that's the case i'm telling you there's going to be a shake-up for a lot of your favorite actors okay <laughs> a lot of your favorite actors a lot of used people who, who still run around talking about how Lawrence olivier is one of the greatest acts of all time the guy performed in blackface well documented really honestly like, more blue face if you look at <laughs> well yes <laughs> <laughs> whoever he had doing his makeup i don't know if it was him or somebody else uh but either way, larry i don't know how many black people you saw uh, in your lifetime but uh clearly not enough larry we got he was to just talk. he was just vying for that spot in james cameron avatar but they took too long to make it so he uh <laughs> the inspiration <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i think that is that that that's the thing that i struggle with the most like i in to the point where like i don't engage and i cannot engage in this conversation around this because it is so insanely flawed it's 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 absolutely wild and i think also the thing is that people really don't understand is that like even if we take even if we want to go down this stupid fact-based argument like melanin is not some like every person does not come out white and then tan. 
It is yeah. something that is passed down to you. I am brown because my father is brown. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, Disa probably has black parents. Those black dwarves might not have lived underground. It's so <gasps> fucking, but like, what? Like, it's just, even, even if we try to logic this out, it's still, it's still fine. Like, it still makes sense. Like, even if you try to apply your bullshit logic to this. And it's like, and then, and then, then, then the last point I'm going to make is just like, don't come at me saying this is what the author wanted or this is what they ever. Things change, things evolve. Okay, mm -hmm. there is so much shit that Lord, that the J.R.R. Tolkien and all of his buddies, uh, H.P. Lovecraft, all like everything. <laughs> they were there not buddies. So to be many clear, things. But yes. No, no, no. But you know, sorry, like people, <laughs> contemporaries. There are you know, uh, yeah. like anyone who has had a huge influence. Foundational on authors and, of science yes. fiction and fantasy. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. They, like they grew up in such different times, D times in which things that. If anyone said those things today, every, nearly everyone, I think 95% of people on this earth would be like, that's fucking batshit. I'm talking like, yeah. it's super extreme stuff, right? Because yeah. uh, I know that there is a large proportion of right-wing people all over the world who have, are fine with some of these things. But <laughs> do you know what I mean? I'm talking about like real hardcore extreme stuff. Like mm -hmm. e even most right-wing people now, if you said, oh, by the way, your like, wife can't vote in the election. Oh, yeah. and she can't have a job and she can't own a car and she can't own a house. I think most people would be like, mm, I'm not down for that to happen. <laughs> this is I mean? where so I get off. <laughs> this exactly. And so this is the exact same thing. Okay. We have to take things in the context in which they were made and allow them to be updated. That mm -hmm. is a very, very normal process for a functioning society. Okay. If you can't update them, if there is no will room here, if if uh, if everything that's made in in Denmark has to stay in Denmark, like the, then we, you shouldn't have even made the first movie because yep. that it should have been an animated film that came out of Denmark and it's got nothing yeah, to do with Walt with Disney. an all Danish cast with an all Danish cast <laughs> and the music cast. should have been based on traditional Danish music exactly and the ocean well that wasn't the right color for a Danish ocean do you know what I mean like it's like mm. where do we stop where do we get off with this like maddening these maddening arguments yeah um so i just think that and i think this is going to be my call having just ranted about it for probably like 20 minutes <laughs> this is going to be my call to be like w i personally believe that we just have to stop engaging with these people because do you know why we're winning like i know it doesn't seem like it because they're so loud but we're making rings of power we, we have black dwarves, we have black elves on our screens and they're not going away because the producers and the people that make this stuff have decided that no matter how much backlash they get, it's better for the show, better for society, better for everything that we have those things. So we are doing it. So let's enjoy mm. it. Let's embrace it. Let's like, let's celebrate this stuff. Let's piss them off even more <laughs> by showing everyone what, what a great time we're having with our black elves and black dwarves mm. rather than spend our time and energy having a go at a bunch of idiots online who mm. just want to say stuff to piss us all off yeah uh, i i am kind of of two minds on the issue mm. because i think on the one hand uh it can be very harmful to a person to try and engage with basically hateful rhetoric rhetoric that is oh, especially it's... hateful towards them or things that they stand for or believe in uh in some cases it can just not be good like it can just yeah, flat oh, out yeah, be bad for you mm. um I would say in other cases, it is 
helpful to hear what other people have to say, but also it is helpful mm. for them to hear what we have to say. And I think mm. uh, to the degree that anyone's mind can be changed, which I believe that at least some percentage of the people who disagree with me on various issues, their minds could be changed. Um, I think to the degree that it can be changed, uh, I think it's changed often more so by a person actually saying, hey, this is my perspective and this is my mm -hmm. experience and here's why I disagree with you uh, rather than, well, you know what? You're just a, a bad person, terrible, awful, uh, waste exactly, of space, yeah. trash. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. That doesn't mean that everybody needs to do this because uh, <laughs> it's, again, <laughs> it could be very, very harmful uh, yeah. to you personally to do this. Um, but it reminds me, and I, I cannot speak with certainty as to the results and everything, because uh, I haven't done tons of research into this guy. But the, there was the one guy who claims to have, like, converted a bunch of clan members. Like, he would, like, mm. go to clan. He was a black man who would, like, yeah, go yeah. to clan meetings and, like, befriend clan members and basically show them, like, hey, this is an actual black person who is treating you with respect and is, like, mm. not what you think we are. And I'm showing you another side. And I'm showing also what I believe. And it, apparently, uh, a lot of clan members were like, oh, dang. Well, I was wrong. Uh, yeah. Also a perfect illustration of how it could be very bad for you, because there's there's definitely yeah. scenarios where that didn't go that way. <laughs> yes, uh, and especially, it, it also it depends, like, he can do that now. I don't know if he could have pulled that off in the 60s. Uh, no. I don't know if that would have ended no. well for him in the 1950s no. or 60s. Uh, in the, you know, in the 90s, 2000s, 2010s, it's a different story in the majority of mm. places. But that that's essentially what I see. I see it as like, because yeah. certainly the way that I was raised, I had a lot of beliefs that I no longer hold. Uh, mm. And were and was and there were a lot of beliefs that I hold now that I simply had not been exposed to at the time. And I think what was more convincing for me was not hearing people screaming how upset mm. they were about things mm. or how everyone who disagreed with them is a terrible person, but mm. hearing actual arguments uh, and seeing the failings of some of the people who held the the, the positions uh that were opposed to these new people that i was encountering like seeing mm. like oh well, i certainly don't agree with these people uh i see where that road's going maybe i should look <laughs> yeah, at these yeah. people more and, and hear what they have to say and do some research into what they're talking about and see examples that actually explain their positions uh absolutely again, not going to be everybody but I do no. think that in the case of something like Rings of Power, I can certainly imagine a scenario where maybe somebody who goes into this, I hope that one person at least, who went into this series mm. being like, this is going to be stupid because they, they're having the, all the woke divists got together and put a bunch of woke Lord of the Rings. Uh, it's more like huh, Lord of the Ring, uh, Rings of Power, more like Rings of Woke. <laughs> uh, somebody who goes in maybe has that mentality and then watches the show and is like, Oh, dang. Uh, this is kind of good. You know what? You know what this did? It felt pretty much like watching the old Lord of the Rings movies that I loved. And, yep. and yet it just had different colored people in it. <laughs> Which I can't be too angry about. Uh, yeah. When I think about it. And, and yeah, the different think, colored people were fine. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think I'd like to, uh, just to piggyback on that and say that I... I like I, I agree, and I think when I was saying kind of like ignoring people and like celebrating our wins, I think what I'm basically saying is like trying to recognize when you're interacting with the kind of person who is not going to change their mind. Mm. Because for me, that is 
just harmful because there is no conversation really there it will just be you probably most like most likely stating very calmly your case and point and reasoning and getting back just kind of basically just falling on deaf ears and getting back what is likely to be something that's potentially hurtful or harmful or whatever like if someone's engaging with a really nuanced conversation about why this is and you can do that in a safe way then yes of course we need to do that that's the reason that you know we still ran into microphones Mm. um do you know what I mean? Because there's still a need for it. Um, but I guess I'm saying that, like, for the most part, much like you, mm-hmm. I have like a really visceral reaction to seeing people just scream at each other on the internet. It just feels so counterintuitive and like just like horrible. Like it makes my skin crawl because I'm just like, like who who is winning here? Who yeah. is this helping? Like, does it just does this feel cathartic for you to scream at a racist on the internet? Because for me, like, if someone's dropping you know, genuine, like, racist language or racist rhetoric, like, on Twitter, that I'm not engaging with that person because we are never going to agree. The kind of person that is willing and capable to say that to me without kind of any re- recourse, I, I like, p- for me personally, I would struggle to imagine that I could win that person over over the internet, specifically. Mm, yeah. I think it's very different if you're doing what our boy did and going to, like, a meeting and seeing people face-to-face, looking people in the eye. Mm-hmm. I think that makes a huge difference always. But I'm talking about on the internet, like you know about protecting yourself and also just what because i guess my problem is i i'll be honest i'll full disclosure i fucking love the show i think it is i think it looks incredible uh uh i think it is really well designed really well put together i love the pacing i Mm. love the storylines i the only my only problem is i wish there was more episodes that's literally my only my only issue this HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little a person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. HeadGum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HeadGum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. 
Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. I heard there's going to be what? Wait, let me see. Was it five like seasons? Like eight, I think. Or six? Yeah, they've had five seasons. Oh, my God. Let me see. Yes. Wait, 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 wait. I uh, have time says, to be a half A five season production commitment worth at least $1 billion. That was, that was what wild. Amazon bought the television rights in ni- November 2017, making a five season production commitment worth at least $1 billion. Worth uh, at least. I reckon, they, I reckon they're going to smash through that because I reckon they've spent half a billion already easily easily yeah on this first season so they're gonna smash that but so yeah to to so to to round off my point which is that i love this show but i felt like instead of it being this huge celebration of seeing black elves black dwarves uh you know just people of all shapes and sizes on screen in a lord of the rings property instead of a celebration the first thing that i see when this thing comes out is people having arguments online about race Mm. And I'm just like, yo, can we not for, have something for like five minutes? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Just give yeah. me this for five minutes. Let me just feel like I can enjoy this and celebrate this moment. If you have valid criticisms of a show, that's totally fine. If people just don't like it or whatever, that's not a problem. I don't mind seeing people criticizing the show or saying, ah, it's slow and the, you know, I don't like this actor or, do you know what I mean? Because yeah. they're just or like, I thought, not, uh, yeah. And, Although yeah. some critics, some of these quote unquote legitimate criticisms are like, what are these even doing? The production values of the show are terrible. I'm like, Which is ridiculous. Just turn off the fucking motion smoothing on your TV. About? Like, turn off the motion smoothing on your TV, you absolute buffoon, because it looks incredible. <laughs> they, like, they, somebody posted yourself... a clip, and I'm like, what is this? Yes, what with is the motion the... smoothing turned on. <laughs> Man, honestly, I nearly blew a blood vessel in my brain when I saw that. I was like, you absolute tool, of course. Like, of course, it looks bad. You, you, it, 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 honestly, it makes a one billion pound show go from looking like a one billion pound show to like some early noughties Aragorn ripoff. Like it's so bad. Like it's so Aragorn ripoff. Oh no. Like, like honestly, <laughs> like it's so tragic watching. Like please, PSA, check the motion smoothing settings on your TV because it, it is never good. It's yeah. for sports. It's for sports only. And it's it even then I don't think it actually adds to the sports. So just turn mm. it off. Just turn it yeah. off. Um but anyway, the point I'm trying to make is is that I would like t- 10 minutes to enjoy a thing before we get into uh, this f- almost like crisis mode situation where, you know, we've got people on one side calling pe- other people racists and people on the racist, you know what I mean? Like just getting more and more riled up and feeling like they just want to entrench their positions even more. Um, I know that that is basically how like Twitter and social media is like designed and works but i still do think that there's conscious choices being made to engage and to get riled up and to get like angry about it um and 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 i don't know how we Mm -hmm. like there's no quick fix to that but that's the world that i want to live in that's what i'm trying to say do you know what i mean uh i don't know when we get there or if we can get there but that's the world i want to live in i i have to Um, say i agree with you i really love the series uh it it's working for me um, I know that some other people have complained that like, it doesn't follow, I guess, closely enough to the canon of Tolkien's world, uh, which 
it, um, I, I, we actually could do a whole episode. We, we could bring on a guest to talk yeah. about the dubious <laughs> nature of the canon beyond like mm. the main books that were published. Because like yep. the Silmarillion, did you know that J.R.R. Mm. Tolkien did not necessarily intend for the Silmarillion to ever be published and yeah, that it was, it was, it was never actually a, finished? Yeah. 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 It was his world yeah. notes. Yeah, and basically. It, and it reads like that too, because let me tell you, it's dry <laughs> as fuck. Yeah. Like it is boring to read like it's like literally like going behind the dm screen and reading the cliff notes of a dm's campaign it's just like oh this is dry yeah. like there's no description nothing it is just like a recount of events <laughs> and my understanding and i have not read the silmarillion myself my understanding is that a lot of the stuff that the show is covering was always kind of hazy in the sh- in the books to begin with or rather in the in the silmarillion like it doesn't go into great detail about well this happened and then this happened and then this happened and then this happened uh during this period leading up to sauron making the rings and blah 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 uh, Bro, the, the I because I so I've uh I've I've read it a long time ago, and when I say read it, I mean like I wanted to seem cool by reading it, mm-hmm. uh, and so I sort of forced myself to look at the words on the page. But I can tell you, I understood very little because, like I said, it's a hard read. If the Lord of the Rings books themselves are hard reads, this is like trying to this is like someone added an encyclopedia in the middle of that. Like, it's just like, oh gosh, it's bad. Mm. Not bad in, you know, that sense, but it's just like, it's like not like structured like a novel at all. Mm-hmm. And, but I have started listening to the audiobook recently. Doesn't help that much. I'll be honest. Uh, still pretty fucking dry to get through, mm-hmm. but you're absolutely right. It just like, literally there are whole bits where it goes and a great war happened in Nuguldur or whatever. I just made mm-hmm. up a random name, but like Dogaldur is to this day strikes me as still the silliest name in that whole series. <laughs> Dogaldur. Dogaldur. But like, it's like the war happened in this place and then mm-hmm. uh, emerged victorious was this person, but that's it. That's all the information of this like epic, huge battle that happened. So, like, everything that happened in Dugaldor or whatever the hell oh, it is. Oh, apparently it's actually Dol Guldur. Dol Guldur. I don't know. I was literally just making up a random thing that sounded vaguely Lord of the Rings. I feel like we I should call it Dol Guldur, not Dol Guldur. Because I just... <laughs> Do you know what it is? It's like, it's like in Godzilla whenever... Um, oh, what's the really famous actor? Uh, like, tall uh, Japanese actor who's in um, oh, Godzilla. Ken Watanabe? Yes, that's it. Whenever, he, whenever he, whenever he says Godzilla, it's like he talks with like a pretty much just like a straight American accent, and he goes Godzilla like every time in the movie. It's so wild. I feel like, and it was the same thing. Whenever like in the original Lord of the Rings, it was like they wouldn't just say like it's like ah oh, yes, we must go to Mordor, <laughs> and it's just like whoa, what? Why? Why do we have? Why do we have to do the pronunciation on the, the thing? Like, just pull it in there. Yeah, there. And it'd be like Gandalf did it, Elrond did it in the original things. It's like always the same way that it's like Mordor. I, like, uh, yeah, whoa. I'm glad that they're like Frodo. I will do it. I will take the ring to Mordor. To Mordor. <laughs> Mordor definitely works a lot better. Yeah, it's 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 definitely fine to just do some, you know, to just go for that. It's it's fine. I guess they were trying to be uh, uh sensitive to the culture of that region. <laughs> like maybe by the appropriate These people would pronounce it like maybe it's the I don't know if it's the elvish way to pronounce the word. Uh, but I'm guessing that's what it like. I'm guessing what that's is. what it was. I, I realize we haven't actually talked at all about House of Dragon. Yeah. Should we quickly uh, run through? 
Yeah, well, really. I was going to say, yeah, we can quickly run through and then we'll jump into some spoilers. Yeah, <clears throat> I like the show. It's a good show. Uh, I think it brings us back to that old early era Game of Thrones uh, jockeying for power. Uh, try, you know, where it's about politics and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's cool. It's got an interesting cast of characters. The pacing is very different because it takes place over a much longer period of time, which yep. I find yep. interesting. And I think it, it's inter- like it's nice to be like, oh, OK, we're jumping forward uh, with each mm-hmm. episode. I think that's cool. I think it's a solid show. Uh, I do. Yeah. I think it has reached the heights of Game of Thrones seasons one through four. Certainly not. Uh, not so far, but it's it's a heck of a lot better than season seven or eight. Oh, boy, that is 100 uh, percent correct. I uh, I feel like I've had a weird bit of a roller coaster with House of the Dragon. Like mm-hmm. I've really enjoyed some bits uh, and but sort of like overall quite often. I wonder whether. If I was able to binge this show, I'd enjoy it more mm. because for me, actually, pacing is one of the issues that I'm having. Is like, it is that it feels like there's a lot. There's feel like there's a lot of the like jumping around that happened in the final, in the sort of latter ends of Game of Thrones, which mm. wasn't necessarily a bad thing. It was just like it was just like a big change of tone, I think, mm. from the uh, like series one through four, uh, like you mentioned. So it's not necessarily that I had a problem with the with the pacing uh uh anyway it was just that we kind of had that but then everything just felt a little bit like i don't know we didn't really get time to like spend with the characters in the way that i would have like that i would i would have liked to kind of really mm-hmm. get to know them or you know um yes and- i completely agree that some of some of the deaths for example have been i think the impact has just been blunted by the fact that like, oh, we saw this person for like two scenes, like an episode or two ago. Uh, and now there's a really yeah. dramatic scene where they die. OK, well, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Literally, not even an episode in some cases. It's yeah. like they were introduced that episode and we're kind of expected to like yeah. immediately. So that's there's what a I think. Villain. One of- I, we'll go into this with spoiler, but there's a villain yeah. who's super cool, who shows yeah. up for like two episodes. And it's like, eh. This is what <laughs> the, that's one of my big my big problems. We'll definitely get into that in spoilers. But yeah. um. I think, so yeah, I think that's my, my sort of like overall kind of issue um, uh, with it. And I wonder whether if I'd binged it and I was kind of able to just like excitedly jump into the next episode straight away, then I would enjoy it more. Whereas counter to that, I think Lord of the Rings, I'm really liking the fact that I've, I have time in between because mm-hmm. I feel like I'm really savoring it and enjoying the kind of, you know, I'm really taking in like all of the visuals and stuff. I feel like if I was binging Lord of the Rings, I'd probably get to a point where like I was less enamored by just like how amazing and incredible it looks i'd probably mm-hmm. just be like yeah yeah cool cool, cool. get on the story get on the story <laughs> do you know what mm-hmm. i mean yeah um so so that's my overall thoughts and then i think to just to talk about the cast again because i do think it's it's an important uh thing to to note um interestingly like like race definitely doesn't seem to be playing doesn't seem to be that prevalent in terms of the the show uh that thus far mm-hmm. um there doesn't seem to be any kind of um there's definitely no kind of sense of like any discrimination already of any sort against certain peoples for the, you know, the way they look, maybe for the house that they are a part of. Um, uh, but I am enjoying, uh, I'm enjoying some of the choices that they've made because I feel like they've been quite deft in their casting in the way that it doesn't kind of break or retcon anything mm. from the, from the original, from like the original series. Cause obviously this is a prequel. It's not kind of like, um, again, not a spoiler, but it's not like, Oh, so all of the Starks, like fiftieth grandfather or whatever, was like, or like great great grandfather or whatever, was 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 like 
was super black what like do you know what i mean like, <laughs> yeah. if it, like they could i feel like they could have easily just been like we're doing colorblind casting and just it doesn't matter which i again i would have been fine with but i'm like i think that they've done it in a way where it's like oh, okay this kind of makes sense with everything yeah. you know that, that then comes off there were this. some valerians who were black yes do you know what i mean but we just don't not the really Targaryens. exactly but we don't really get valerians in the main yeah. game of thrones do you know what i mean so it doesn't it is it's not like there's a bunch of valerians running around who are all you know white as white snow do you know what i mean mm-hmm. uh so it, there's a i think that's a nice um that's a nice little uh thing that they've done with the with the casting specifically and um and also just i mean just on the casting i think they did a freaking incredible job with casting like like uh siblings and parents and older versions of selves like oh yeah. man like some of them i was like what mm-hmm. like that is that is just the same person but older wow. yeah like fair play very like impressive. fair play also and they're all good well at least also, the major characters are all good i need to ask you something yes older version of the of, of uh, well, okay. Wait, wait, actually, that is that a spoiler at this point? Is it a spoiler? There's uh, a time. Just jump say Rhaenyra because her name's Rhaenyra. Well, it's not Rhaenyra. The oh, queen. Never mind. Oh, not okay. Uh, no, it's not a spoiler. I don't think. Yeah. Well, you know what? Maybe we should jump to spoilers. Let's just say. Okay, let's jump to spoilers. We we'll yeah. jump to spoilers. Okay, if you do not want to get spoilers, then uh, switch off now. Uh, but uh, basically, we have up to this point watched. Uh, I'm trying to think. What six the episodes? Last- Six, six episodes, episodes so of House of Dragon. Six episodes of House of the Dragon. And five, five episodes of, five Lord, episodes of, the of Lord of the Rings. Okay, yes. perfect. Okay. Okay, Jeremy, does the Queen, the old version of the Queen, remind mm. you of anyone that we know? I'm trying to think. Let me look at a picture real quick. It's so wild. I think it's not even, it's, it's, it's partly in how she looks, but it's also like her cadence, rhythm, like her, like, her accent not, just not off the top of my head Who i genuinely can't stop hearing and seeing Charmony. it's so weird i know really? it sounds genuinely like just like watch like a clip i mean of looking her. at a picture of her i can actually see a bit of a resemblance there Do you know what uh, I mean? there's, a, there's, a, there's a bit of a resemblance but it's, yeah. it's in the like it's in the speech in the rhythm i was just like what like it was there's one scene now we're in the spoilers uh there's one scene where she's talking to um Aegon, Mm-hmm. And I was just like, bro, that's Charmony. I, that's just, that's Charmony. It was wild. I was like, that is Charmony. It was, it was very strange to me. I'm watching, uh, so, I'm watching a scene right now where she's, she's yes. talking to uh, the Richard III man. I keep forgetting his name. He's basically uh, Richard III. Paddy Constantine? Oh. No, it's uh, it's the 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 guy. He's basically like Richard the Third, and that like he has a disab- he has a physical disability, but he's like super conniving and scheming and oh, manipulative. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, he's played yeah, by I've Matthew seen. Needham. I've seen him in yes. plays a couple of times. He's a great actor. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't know which one of you know. I can see, I can see where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah. If you find that yeah. scene with Egon, check it out. Because anyway, there's a thing. So. Let's get on really quickly. A couple of points uh, about um, uh, into some of the spoilers. The villain that we mentioned earlier, our our bro with the uh, the, the crab man, whatever it's called, is it the, called uh, the crab, the crab man feeder? The crab feeder who has the gray scale. Who has a name? Apparently, in in universe, he has a full name. His name is Kragas Trahar, or Kragas Trahar. It should be Krabus Trahar. No, <laughs> why did why did he? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's your whole thing, bro. He was a prince admiral from Mir who served the Triarchy. Uh, We get, I don't think the man has a single line of dialogue. And if he does, it's not memorable. I, so 
my this is pro- that probably he's like Darth my, Maul, dude. Because yeah. he looks so cool. He looks so awesome. My, he, this is probably my biggest bone of contention with the show thus far. Mm-hmm. Um, is that I felt like this just felt like oh look nameless uh masked disabled villain who is just here to be kind of like this overarching kind of threat to vaguely serve as a character moment for someone else mm-hmm. and it just felt like that felt very not game of thrones to me yeah do you know what i mean it like it felt so not of the kind of because normally game of thrones it's like every villain has motive you might hate them you might love them whatever but they're all very human very and this just felt like it was an excuse for badass matt smith and a cool action sequence mm-hmm. because there wasn't going to be much cause for a cool action sequence yeah um but we needed a big fight we needed a big fight and 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 like the stepstones like kind of still set up as this thing that's it fought yeah, over the, and the evil triarchy mean? and stuff yeah, yeah like i mean sure if you want to make the show all about that that's fine but it just, it, it just felt like this weird side bit that was not really needed um they didn't need to give him as much build-up i that's think what I mean. if, if they removed like the build-up one almost yeah, yeah, yeah if yeah, they had yeah, removed yeah. most of the build-up uh, instead of like having, I uh, didn't have an episode end with us seeing him, and it's like it's like this, yeah. this reveal sequence of him like mm-hmm. nailing a guy to a post, and then yep. like a camera sp- uh, like scans up, and you see the super inter- intimidating guy with, like a partially a metal mask that he's wearing, and he's got what looks like grayscale or something, and he's it's like whoa, uh, yeah. and then he, like he dies. Which which is this this is classic later stage Game of Thrones where we set up a big reveal or a big moment or something as a bit of a like cliff cliffhanger thing. Do you remember the whole white fucking el- el- ent elk thing? Oh, ho- no, sorry, it was a horse, wasn't it? A, the white horse in um, that uh, Arya saw. Oh like, yeah, it's like exactly like that. Do you know what I mean? It's like the end of the episode, this big kind of whoa moment where everyone's like, oh, what does it mean? And it's just like nothing. It just means nothing. Like absolutely, <laughs> it's the loss of innocence. Less. That's what it's like. It couldn't for. mean. Like, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. isn't it, like it, everyone was like, oh, it's like it's someone, it's like a one of the gods returning. Like, whatever. No, it mean mm-hmm. nothing. It meant nothing. Nah, the gods so, don't matter. Uh, remember that whole yeah, exactly. Prince Who Was Promised? Nah, forget about oh, that. No, we can't talk about it. We can't talk about it. <laughs> we got to hope that Kit Harrington is riding to our rescue, is all I can say. Because apparently he was so miffed by the end of Game of Thrones that he presented HBO with a TV series and they went, okay. Uh, so that's what the that's what the sequel to, to to Game of Thrones is. It's a Kit Harrington series that's in production now, uh, which is supposed to be addressing some of the like fucking loose ass right ends. Now. Look at, I think it's him. him. It's him north of the wall. I have a suspicion the Night King's like not going to be dead or like there's going to be some. It is a Jon Snow spinoff. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it is. It, it was brought by Kit Harrington. Kit Harrington and his production team came up with like the whole story and presented it to HBO, and they were like, "Yeah, we love it." Because he was so pissed about the way it ended and was like, we can't let that be the end, guys. Like, we made something too good to let that be the fucking end. Yeah. Uh, so, p- mad props to Kit Harrington. If this turns out well, like, you'll go down in my pantheon of awesome people because yeah. I will really appreciate <laughs> getting hand. some. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm a, I appreciate getting some fucking answers. That would be great. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, uh, but I, I completely agree with you. That was easily one of the weakest parts of the show i think they probably shouldn't have honestly they shouldn't have ended the episode the previous episode by showing that guy if anything it should have just been like oh yeah he's this scary evil dude and then Mm -hmm. at the beginning of that episode show that guy and then Mm -hmm. you know what i mean show him like and just have it be a self-contained thing and Mm -hmm. i don't know maybe spend more time with damon there and then just yeah i don't know um 
but since we are into spoilers, uh, the last thing that I want to say on House of Dragon, uh, specifically, um, mm. before we pivot back to uh, Rings of Power, or if you've got anything, mm, I have. One I will thing say what you say. Sure, I will say one of the things that is slightly alarming, honestly, from House of the Dragon, mm. is the fact that I am. Uh, as as a straight man, I am willing to defend Damon Targaryen in a truly unhealthy way. Like I, I just I fucking love Matt Smith and that character, and really? I'm like this dude. I'm like yes. I just I don't know what it is. I'm like fucking yes, <laughs> this guy. <laughs> like I fucking love him. Like the longer his hair gets, the hotter he is. I'm like yeah, fair play. <laughs> Like you, do you know what I mean? I'm like cool, and I, he's not an attractive dude. He's not attractive. Matt like Smith Matt Smith not is not me. an attractive dude. He has got he some, really he's got mad eyebrows going on all the time normally. And if you watch him in Morphe- Morbius, that's enough to put you off him forever, honestly. Mm. Um, but there is something about him in this role that I'm like, you were born to play this fucking role. You are chewing the scenery, and I fucking love it. Yes. I and do think Matt Smith is phenomenal does, on this show. I think he's been, I honestly think he's been like one of the careers, like one of the like roles of his career. Like he mm. is crushing it. And I am, I just fucking love it. I have yeah. uh, an unhealthy obsession with Damon Targaryen. Uh, I think it's fair to say that this is the most iconic role he has had since the doctor. I yes. Don't think, I don't think that's definitely. even a controversial definitely. statement. Definitely. I wouldn't even be surprised if for a lot of people, this is the thing that he's known for now, uh, mm. which is kind of wild to think because he was a doctor, but it was also like, during a time where the Doctor Who show popularity generally was dwindling anyway, so maybe that's part of the reason. Yeah. Like, I don't think if David Tennant was doing this role, I don't think that would change. Mm-hmm. But I, but I think Matt Smith was always like, I always felt like Matt Smith was shortchanged a little as the Doctor. I always mm. felt like he had more uh, like acting ability, but mm-hmm. he he just yeah, kind of ended range. up running away. He always ended up just running away from everything, which I struggled with a little bit. But um, okay. but yeah, I just think he's doing an amazing job and uh, I'm fucking here for it. Like I'm out here defending war crimes and atrocities that this man is committing uh, because he's got Yo, that Yo, when he long... killed his wife, bro. Whoa, I bad. Was not a fan really bad. That's what I mean. A bad. Hard to forgive. But you know what I mean? Damon Targaryen. It's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I just, what, basically what I'm trying to say is this is not a Joffrey situation where I was like, yeah. I want to pry your eyeballs from your head. Yeah. And like, do you know what I mean? Like, I, I you you need to be scrubbed from existence. Like, yeah. Matt Damon. Like, uh, Matt, I, was, I literally called him Matt Damon. That's so Matt funny. Damon. <laughs> Matt Damon. Uh, Damon in the Targaryen. Role. <laughs> it's just incredible. <laughs> In the role of Damon Smith is really good. <laughs> Matt Damon in the role of what would it be? Matt Damon in the role of I guess Matt Smith. Matt Smith, yeah, <laughs> just Matt Smith, um, or, or Matt Targaryen, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, <laughs> Matt Targaryen. Can you imagine Targaryen oh, Smith? <laughs> Doug Aaron Smith. Uh, so yeah, what I was yeah. going to say, anyway. what I, my last thought was because uh, I, I, I personally, I definitely understand the hype around Damon. I think he's a cool character. Uh, I'm, mm. I think not a good guy um but no. he's nuanced you see various aspects to him that make sense uh and it's like oh i understand why he's doing the bad stuff he's doing and i understand why he's doing the less bad stuff that he's doing um and he's and matt smith is gives a very charismatic performance uh but what i was going to mention is i do not uh, two things actually number one i don't think they needed to show as much of the sex scene between rhaenyra and uh her night guy as they did uh mm, sure could have ended yeah. that scene with them both undressing uh sure. it's yeah. 
normally I'm like, eh, I'm not complaining about it. It's Game of Thrones, whatever. But it's like, yeah, yeah, this yeah. person's 17 and this is explicitly like she's I mean, obviously the actress was not, but like the character was supposed to be. And it felt unnecessarily unnecessarily like, well, pervy. I'm probably going to I'm probably going to make this worse for you. <laughs> what? Because uh, the actress who plays the queen. <laughs> yeah, she with uh, she actually was 17. <laughs> Uh, in the Ooh, scene with Patty Constantine, yeah, but to be fair, that one I was okay out. with because yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it that didn't was feel much shorter. Yeah. It was very, it was much shorter. It was much, but I remember being like, when I found out she was because she's eighteen now, and I was like, That's super. What? She did a great job. But then, like, but again, she yeah. came out very publicly and said that Patty Constantine and the intimacy coordinators and everything were like incredible. She never felt like uncomfortable at any point. So mm-hmm. props to them. Same with the actress who played Rhaenyra. Yes. So like it was all handled well, but I completely agree. I think it did kind of, I did find myself looking away. Yeah. <laughs> and in like, like a, I, I, this? I feel like I'm watching, I feel like I'm watching like my neighbors and I'm just like, Oh wow! And like you kind of watch it for a second, you're like, "What the? What the? Oh, okay. oh whoa!" And then you stop, and then you just look yeah. away, and you're like, "Okay." But it's, you don't sit there and watch them. <laughs> exactly. Like, you don't stare out the window. It, we, yeah. It, I think it's because of the circumstances, the way that they shot it felt like, hmm, check this out. When yeah. we, like, why are we? Yeah. No, 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 stop. No, no, no. No. Uh, <laughs> and then the other thing was when uh, I keep forgetting this dude's name. Um, I keep I keep thinking of like Constant uh, Constantine Grazini or whatever whatever his name was from uh, from uh, um, a Crown of Candy. Uh, when oh, he, the, yeah, 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 uh, I because he's like that dude. Uh, what is this dude's Sir something or other? Uh, it's not Sir Tristan, is it? Um, any- so Tristan is the knight uh, that she that, that is within that thing, isn't it? Um, wait, I'm trying to see. Um, Sir Otto Hightower, Corlys Valerion, Rhaenys Targaryen, Missaria, Kristen Cole. That's his name, Sir Kristen Cole. Uh, Kristen Cole, I think. Uh, when he beats the one guy to death, um, mm. the degree to which that man's face was destroyed, first of all, was yeah. gross, uh, very effective yeah. makeup. But yeah. also, you can't beat somebody like that with your bare hand and not Does he have, have your... armor over his knuckles. I don't think he did. It didn't look if like he ba- did. If it's bare knuckles, it looked then like I he know. went barehanded and then crushed a man's skull. If he's if he's got like metal like. Uh, gauntlets. If he's like wearing thing, gauntlets, gauntlets, I believe. Whatever. It. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Then, but it didn't fine. look that way. It looked no. like he was gauntletless. He was gauntless. Mm. And like, yeah, I yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. You would I mean, wreck your hand doing that. Yeah, like, yeah. And, and also, possibly wrist. But maybe it's just that that guy had a particularly weak skull. I mean, maybe it wasn't even <laughs> his fault. A brittle skull. <laughs> he just had a real brittle skull. He was just, <laughs> and that was actually Tiny Tim, just grown up, like early and... <laughs> onset osteoporosis or something. Yeah, like his he his just didn't seriously know. <laughs> brittle bones, and just didn't know it because he'd never taken a serious fall. Uh, yeah, he just basically this guy just didn't drink enough milk, and so. Yeah. That's what happens. You know what I mean? <laughs> Drink you your just, milk, kids. One one punch cave caves in your face. That's just <laughs> that's what happened. I'm, look, I'm I'm defending it. I think it was perfectly scientifically accurate, Jeremy. And I think you should get off your scientific fucking horse. Okay. Uh, oh boy. He could also be melanated if he wanted to be. Okay. So. <laughs> 
Oh boy. Uh, but yeah, but good no, show. that's completely fair. <laughs> that's good show. Completely fair. I was also like, oh, what the hell? What was, what did he do? He took a mallet. To I his thought head? he was just going to be swollen. I didn't think it was going to be like half the head is just in. <laughs> it's just gone. Yeah, it's real bad. It's like it's flopping. Bad. Like, oh, <laughs> it's, it's oh so, no, it's so bad. And also, what's his face's reactions? Like the 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 Valerian uh, kid's reaction when he like sees it, and he's like, "I'm like, bro, if my like lover or whatever's face is that mess, I ain't look. I ain't getting close to it. I ain't looking at it. I'm like, <laughs> like, nope. He got like, real he got close, really into that, real close. And I was like, he was like holding his shmush at the end and i was like bro put it down no he God, did no. he did let out like a ah like when he saw yeah. it and was just like oh no yeah. oh so did we so did yeah. the audience yeah i'm looking at a picture right now dude um he wore i think greaves like or paul i can't remember i think it's greaves uh, okay. on his wrist so, like, over his but, he, but it looked like he was hitting him with his hand and his hands. hands are bare so unless wow. he's like beating him with his, like his wrist elbow yeah, well, the elbow drops, yeah. People's elbow, you know what I mean? Just yeah. getting in there, getting yeah. grindy, like a Pesla mortar, just like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, we terrible. didn't live to come back on this show. <laughs> yeah, let's move on. Uh, so, back so, to Lord Rings of the Rings. Power. Yeah, Rings of Power. Yeah. Uh, great uh, show. Uh, do you uh, think, unbelievable show. Do you think that Lord, what's his name, is Sauron? Lord. A, whatever his name is. The guy that the orcs are serving, who they call, like, Father. Oh no! Mm-hmm. No, I don't. Adar. Think he is. A, uh, I think it's Lord Adar. Ad, yeah, Adar. Yeah, no. Uh, no, I don't think he is. I think because he reacted way too strongly when they called him Sauron. Yeah. Uh, like he he didn't. There wasn't like a wry smile or a, it was just like a fuck you suplex. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like uh, <laughs> it wasn't. It, it like it was like he was like it kind of felt like he was someone who has risen up. Uh, in the absence of Sauron, mm-hmm. fancying himself the new Sauron, you know what I mean? And any mention of Sauron probably is like as a threat to his position, right? Yeah. Uh, like even amongst the orcs, like if the orcs thought that Sauron was walking on the earth, yeah. they'd be like, "Yo, we're gonna serve him." But they're also you. they're also looking for the sword, which is not mm. just a sword. It's but it's a yes, hilt, hilt that like yeah. grows into like a magic black blade. Bro, that. So cool, by the way. So fucking cool. I want yeah. that to be an item in D and D. Like my warlock needs that. Like Ooh. needs that sword. Do you know what I mean? A warlock with that sword, where he's yeah. like digging it into his own forearm, yeah. and then it's like like packed weapon. Yeah. But like it's like a bit of like you know you sacrifice a couple HP, but you like a blood hunter. It's like a blood hunter. You can grow a weapon. Yeah. Uh, based. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. I love yeah, the orcs. Cool. Uh, yeah, specifically oh, dude, how they're the used. Look they're they're so well. well. They just. It feels like oh, they had the same looks- time. It feels like they, they were able to go back to basics and have mm. them actually be actors in costumes as opposed to just CGI monsters. Definitely. Um, Definitely. It's so much better. Oh, man. Some of them were like, some of them have like been absolutely brilliant with the like movement and the costume design for these orcs is fucking lit. Yeah. Like, I love it. It just looks so cool. When that dude came out with like this kind of half skull bit over yeah. his. Like, oh, come so on. much more it personality. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And that hot the, the scene that I was referencing earlier about the the fear particularly is when Ada like pulls the orc's arm into the sun and he's yeah. just kind of like off looking and you can see the orc like oh <laughs> like this is so bad. This yeah. is like he's like not and his skin is like boiling and oh like that was just like absolute chef's kiss. I thought it was like a, a really well like 
paced moment and the orcs mm-hmm. have been one of the highlight for me like i just every time they come on the script I'm like oh yeah here we go <laughs> like this is gonna be cool uh but- i like theo surprisingly mm. the yeah, little kid the kid he's yeah, yeah, he's yeah. not as terrible as you would like at first you're like oh this snotty Ugh. terrible kid uh with yeah, the cool yeah, yeah. mom but it turns out no he's actually he's actually conflicted and the weird yeah, evil man like all the nuance with yeah. the, with the like that the, that other human who was all like yeah come with us kid we're gonna <laughs> go serve <laughs> sauron yay Saur- yeah <laughs> and this like, kid's like what the uh, no, that seems i think there's a bad guy yeah <laughs> right well isn't that why the elves were kind of overseeing them in the first place that those people yeah. had sided with sauron those people specifically, or with morgoth specifically with, with morgoth yes. and sauron and that's why they yep. were like we gotta keep tabs in case they ever do something evil again yeah, and I think that whole story is really compelling. I like I love the very not subtle hints towards when you leave people with nothing, uh, like the elves had kind of done. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When you when you uh, uh, preside over them and leave them like short of options, they'd have no option but to turn to these extreme yep. uh, other choices because they don't. And I was like. It, not subtle at all and great parallels to what's happening in the world right now yeah. which is exactly what fantasy and everything should be yeah uh, and I the fear really... the fear of what happens like if you don't join them because it's not just mm. oh we're desperate and it's like these other people are a threat to us if we don't join them the yeah. explicitly is like i'll kill you but if you join me you know it's fine yeah yeah, yeah and yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. whoa i completely yeah. agree i think that's great fascinating yeah, I think it's really, a great way really of right. looking at it. Um, I think. Uh, do you think that the old man who fell from the sky is Gandalf? Interesting. It's he's either Gandalf or Sauron. <laughs> like it's one of the, like it's like it's one of the two. He could be well, Saruman. I, did, I, I was going to say I, my original thing was Saruman because at first when they were all like Arda Arda like this, I was like, oh shit, Saruman, right? Like that's going to be Saruman, and it wasn't. It turned out to be this guy called Arda. But mm-hmm. I it's the with the whole frost magic and stuff with the with the arm and thing and i was like it's definitely and not fire all magic good as well that's what i mean it's definitely not all good but i think ice in lord of the ringsy terms is usually the negative thing like like the it's always like up in the mountains is where all the like mm. bad fiery stuff is do you know what i mean or whatever so like i was kind of like there was, I don't know, there was a lot of interesting stuff there, and they've definitely set up that he's this kind of very dangerous, very kind of, um, like, confused, and I was like, I, I'm really, like, I genuinely, it can be any three of those, and I think I'll be thrilled. Yeah. I, I would, I'll feel really bad for the Harafits if it's Sauron. <laughs> Not I, so bad if it's Saruman, because it's like, he did start out as a good guy, <laughs> and then, which is kind of maybe why I'm thinking it maybe is Saruman, because Saruman, it, like, Gandalf often references how Saruman was one of the like wizards sworn to protect the lands and da 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 got corrupted. So like, part of me is like, I feel like it would make a lot of sense if it's Saruman. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, with him kind of being raised by these really sweet and innocent people, and kind of that you can imagine that he almost like a child because he's learning from them at the moment. You know, he kind of goes into the world with this really sweet and innocent point of view, only to have it be constantly like crushed and constantly disappointed by the acts of man and you know and the and the selfish acts and I mean you can then kind of imagine him getting twisted and, and perverted into what like Saruman becomes. And also I just think it'd be a really cool storyline to see Saruman up against Sauron at this mm. point. You know what I mean? To then have to then obviously know what comes later. It'll make mm-hmm. that kind of whole his whole arc as a character like really interesting. So I, I think I, I want it to be Saruman. I don't know if it is. I think it's he's, he's quite possibly Gandalf. But either way, I'm very down for it. 
I personally think it is most likely Gandalf because I don't I don't mm. think it's Sauron. I don't think it really can be Sauron because it would explain his uh, fascination with uh, halflings. Uh, sorry, hobbits, right? Yeah, why? Uh, why? Because yeah, Gandalf. Gandalf is the only one who pays them any mind whatsoever. Like mm. Sauron didn't even know what the Shire was in Lord of the Rings. Mm. He literally didn't know what it was. Uh, mm. He was like, what? <laughs> like he paid, paid no attention to them what? and truly did not care. Uh, whereas Saruman and Saruman basically wrote them off as well. Like he knew what the hobbits were, but he's like, mm. who cares? Uh, and like, they, they don't matter. I, mm. so I could see it potentially being Saruman, but I feel like it's gotta be Gandalf. I think it's probably Gandalf. It's yeah. such an obvious setup for him that mm. if it's anybody else, I wouldn't necessarily be disappointed, but I'd be interested to see what they do with it. Like, what is it? Uh, Radagast? Is that who yeah. he is? And he just he just loves nature. Jade, Jade said at the beginning, like, imagine, like, is it Radagast? I think it might be Radagast. So I was like, if this doesn't be fucking Radagast the Brown, I'm gonna be disappointed. <laughs> like <laughs> this little hippie dippy wizard who lives. I mean, still dope. Don't get me wrong. Like mm-hmm. Radagast does, you know, it's clearly a powerful wizard. But I'd be like really you clearly hinted that this was either this was someone who has a very big role to play yeah. you're giving him a bigger lead up than a sealed door so yeah come on give us gandalf or something you know what I mean? how interesting by the way is it to see like oh this is a sealed door yeah <laughs> and just like wow oh okay oh I, I bumped into him by the way at work the actor i like saw him it was yeah it was really cool oh, really? i was like oh fuck that's a sealed door <laughs> oh wow did you get to talk to him no, I didn't. I thought, you know, this guy's got to go slay Sauron at some point soon, so go, I should probably let... As he was walking away. <laughs> oh Can you imagine? King of the man! Uh, just scream <laughs> at him. Throw it! Cast like... it into the fire! Destroy <laughs> it! <laughs> Mate, if he... Can you imagine if he'd look back at me with just that, like, devilish yeah. smile, just just as the lift doors close? I'd have been like, ah! <laughs> it's Hildur! It's it's Hildur! Hildur! It's been so dope. Um, <laughs> so I have a couple of quick thoughts. I'm just going to, like, quick fire through these so that we can wrap up uh, right. this, and then you can absolutely do the same. Mm. Um, but uh, Numenor, fuck me, it's so beautiful. Oh my god, I just love it. I love all of the uh, the uh, nods to Rohan in the helmets, the armor. I love all the nods to Gondor with the architecture. Um, and uh, it's so, so, so dope. Love mm. Numenor. Uh, I think the actor that plays Elrond and the, the basically the Elrond-Durin uh, combo is yeah. just legendary. I think it's like, it's, it's like Legolas and Gimli uh, 2.0, done really well. Doesn't feel like fan service it feels like they're carving out their own space uh and i think the guy that's playing elrond is just doing an absolutely uh, amazing job i really really love uh seeing uh seeing that mm-hmm. uh lenny henry absolute props i think he definitely sounds more jamaican than irish but i don't care <laughs> it's fine um, uh, <laughs> um he's doing then- his best He's do- yeah, he's doing his own thing. It's absolutely fine. Um, and what was the other thing that I was going to say? There was something else. Oh, Gladriel, just dope as hell. Just yeah. so cool. As many slow motion shots of Gladriel and dope armor as you want. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, she looks great. Um, and then the final thing is, oh, the final thing is, I genuinely think uh, this is this has struck a very, very interesting and amazing line of doing fan service whilst making it its own thing like whilst you know like i think it's just the way they've introduced certain characters the way they've had like little things drop in um i was talking to a friend of mine who was like oh i don't know if i get it because like uh i haven't read the silmarillion and i was like but you know lord of the rings well and she was like well yeah and i was like 
So you know who a Sildor is. Like you know what happens with the Sildor. You know who mm-hmm. potentially Gandalf is, or do you know what I mean? So it's mm-hmm. like I think that I do. And she was after that. She was like, oh yeah, I kind of guess I do. I think she was just like thinking that there must be like all these hidden layers. And I'm like, sure, yeah. there probably is if you've read it. But I think they're doing a good job of, of presenting enough uh, to you know your expert level lord of the rings viewer to your mid-level lord of the rings to your i've seen lord of the rings once mm-hmm. kind of thing um and i just think it captures the overall kind of feel and vibe of peter jackson's original trilogy immaculately yeah like to the point where if you put them side by side and just told me that peter jackson has decided to direct this uh you know 20 or whatever it's 30 years 40 years afterwards I would have been like, yep, okay. This feels so much more connected to the original Peter Jackson movies than the Hobbit trilogy did. Yeah. In my opinion, just on a yeah. visual and tonal level. Absolutely. It feels like the Couldn't same world. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, I, I love it. Yeah, I think it's great. But then you but then you look back to The Hobbit and that weird white orc dude with the claw <sighs> hand, and you're just like, Where what happened? Like, how did what we, are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> and we've got Benedict Cumberbatch rolling around on the floor, like this yeah. carpeted gray floor, but being the dragon. And I'm like, did you need to do that? I feel like you didn't need to do that. <laughs> it's how like, I get into character. <laughs> like, it's so funny to me because I know how mocap works. And I'm like, Smaug was very rarely on just like a flat surface. So I really don't know what of his movement you're taking here. Like... <laughs> Maybe you've used a bit of reference, but like he also just has different limbs in very different places. Like you can do it for monster and creature stuff, obviously, but you kind of get them to do as much in situ as possible. Mm -hmm. So like if he'd have been walking over mounds of like sand, you know, to kind of emulate the kind of uh, the 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 coin shifts and yeah, yeah, the weight shifts and stuff that would have made a hundred percent sense. But him just like on a carpet, I feel like they were just like, I wonder if we can get Benedict Cumberbatch to wear this suit and and fuck around. And I don't even think they had motion tracking cameras. Like normally you're surrounded by cameras. I don't remember seeing that many cameras on the video as well. I bet it wasn't even motion cap. I bet they just wanted a reference for how they thought Smaug should move in conjunction with his. Well, that's what what I think. It's just reference. It's not motion capture. It's not like. Like I said, they don't have enough. They don't have any reference uh, image, like image cameras around. Like normally, you'd you'd need to be surrounded by cameras, uh, to so you can get all the different things, so you can turn that into like actual telemetry and mm-hmm. you know whatever. But th- this is not that. Like whatever he was doing was not that. They were just like so. There was no need to put him in the suit. Is the point I'm making? <laughs> Absolutely zero need to put him in the suit, which is mm-hmm. just hilarious to yeah. me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I I think what I would say. What are my final thoughts on? Lord of the Rings Ring of Power. I completely agree. I like it for all the same reasons. I think Numenor looks great. I think Galadriel is a much more interesting, uh, a much more human feeling character. I think seeing yes. like the conflict and internal politics and and of of the elves. Uh, oh, and, because I can't stop or whatever it was from the last episode. Yeah. When he asked her why and like all the pain in her eyes, I was just like, oh, send it. Like absolutely yeah. send it. As an actor to an actor, good job. She like, did a great good job. Good job. Oh man, yeah. yes. She's killing it. Um, She's crushing it. The, also, that was a hard role to take up, right? Like, yes. By the way, you're playing freaking. Yeah, you're, you're replacing Kate Blanchett. You're playing freaking Galadriel. Like, don't worry. She's only like famously like the most badass person in Middle Earth. <laughs> like, no pressure. Just the most badass elf ever to live. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. You got this. <laughs> um, I thought. Let's see. I'm interested to see what happens with, I can't even remember the dude's name, the King of Men that she's found, the King of the Southlands, and what his whole deal is. Haran? He might be Sauron. 
Honestly, I thought about it. Might. It yeah, did occur to me that he could possibly have been. Yeah. Yeah. And how how big of a twist would that be? Well, I think because okay, Sauron so comes I, back to that because in I know that in the original story, Sauron presents himself in a like a fair guise with like mm. a different name yes. to be like, hey, I'll help you out and help you make the things. I don't think it's that guy's name, but I'm interested to f- see if it's. What, I mean, look, the way he turned up and everything and the way that he separated the boats to kill, like, not to kill, but, you know what I mean, to kind of, like, off the other people and yeah, kind of made loose. sure that he was there with Galadriel and stuff. Like, all I'm saying is, is that I can, I would not be just, I would not be surprised at this point if it turned out to be him. Because, look, he's, like, very subtly, very, like, oh, I don't really want to be involved kind of way, mm-hmm. stoking war in Middle-earth. And extremely you know what I mean? strong. He just and, snapped that one dude's arm. Yeah, super strong. And not only that, if you were going to try and unsta- destabilize the the center of power for men, where is the first place that you would make sure that you ended up? Mm. Numenor. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Where's the f- like that's literally the seat of power of amongst men. If you get rid of and destabilize Numenor, like or bring about the end of Numenor or whatever, yeah. which I mean, I mean, spoiler alert, I guess, but we know Numenor ain't hanging around for the you know, uh, <laughs> trilogy. So, yep. you know, uh, uh, I'm just saying, I think it would make a lot of sense if it turned out to be him. A lot of sense. And I it would hadn't be thought of a... that, but I think it's a great, I think it's a great idea. Yeah. I think it'd make a lot of sense. So, yeah. He's my, it's definitely not the dude in the white cloak. <laughs> like that. No. I just, I think it's not, it's not, it's not that like for sure. I'm like, that's way too on the nose. I would be, I would be dis- I'd be surprised if that was if that was it. There's an actual eye. They keep him just as an eyeball. There's an eye somewhere <laughs> that they find. No, he's just like a really small uh like um fiery eyeball, yeah. like a really small one, and we just basically the series just seeing him get bigger. <laughs> yeah. The stronger he gets, the bigger he gets. Yeah. <laughs> um uh, so yeah. Hmm. But, feels like, yeah, that feels like the end to me. That feels like a good. That feels like a good end. Mm. I uh, have absolutely loved talking about these. Uh, mm. This has been. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, thank you, halflings. Please let us know your opinions on these two shows. Uh, let us know how you've been enjoying them. Uh, if you've been enjoying them. If you have criticisms of them. Uh, if you don't like them because it's black people in them. Don't worry about it. Just, just, just glide. <laughs> you may right be past. listening to the wrong show. Yeah, you are listening to the. I'm surprised you've got to the end here, honestly. Yeah. But, uh, because I think I may have called you an idiot several times. So you know, <laughs> there's that. Uh, but yeah, let us know what you think of these two shows. Uh, genuinely uh, fascinated to know what you want, uh, know what you think, and uh, if you want uh, Hot Hawk Summer, let us know because I'm uh, I'm down to make that. The answer happen, is going to be saying. yes. The answer is going to be yes. It's a great idea. Uh, it's, it's so good. Um, but, uh, Jeremy, uh, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me at Jeremy Cobb one That's Cobb with two Bs, the number one. Uh, and I guess if we're talking about, for the time being, if we're talking about DM inquiries, you could contact me there, or you could potentially contact me at my email address, which is linked uh, in my Twitter bio, I believe. But also, uh, you, can, you can just, I'll just tell you now, it's Cobb.Jeremy at Outlook dot com so you know you contact me at either of those locations uh or perhaps via discord if we happen to be both in the same Friends. discord um yes. yeah, we can talk we can talk nice yeah. uh and also um i do you have anything else you'd like to plug because i did see there was a an adventure being published oh yes um, that you've done some work on i think you should probably yes. be telling people about this because that a, seems dope as hell i forgot about this uh <laughs> 
<laughs> I keep forgetting about the things that I have done uh, work with. Uh, That's the reason why I'm here, Jeremy, yes. is to make sure that you celebrate your wins. <laughs> there are two things, in fact, that one of which I just never mentioned, uh, and it came out months ago, uh, June 20th. It came out all the way back, like, or not in June 20th, but they you could re- pre-order it. Uh, uh, the game of uh, the Game Master's Book of Traps, Puzzles, and Dungeons. Uh, yes. That, uh, both Jasper and I, but primarily me, wrote uh, an adventure that is in that, along with uh, the man who published the book, who uh, slash edited, um, which, uh, go check that out. I know multiple people who bought the book, not realizing that- It was that, a D&D in a castle recently. Yeah. <laughs> I saw it. I was like, I looked down and saw three black halflings. I was like, what? Oh, <laughs> yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Jeff. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot that it was even coming out. Um, and my girlfriend bought it for her best friend, I think. I think it was my girlfriend bought it for her best friend, not knowing that I was that That's I had written so something funny. for it. She was there when I was work. She helped me work on some of the adventure. Uh, that's one of the things, but that's that's way back. So, uh, but it's still on sale. So you know, go buy that. Uh, but yeah, there's another definitely. thing which is uh, the, uh, I keep forgetting the name. It's a Nazi's. It's a Nazi's book. Uh, I'm gonna look this up. <laughs> it's actually very cool. <laughs> With how much you were bamfing about the previous one, I thought that you were using that time to look up the name of the this one. But that was the goal. That was not. <laughs> <laughs> and I just you didn't do didn't it. Find it quick enough. <laughs> uh, a Nazi's tapestry of lies. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it is called. <laughs> Anansi's Tapestry of Lives, published by Never Ending Inc. Uh, I it is a collection of essentially, I believe, NPCs that are from a variety of locations. Uh, the uh, the uh, it's it's super cool. They have artists writing for it. My NPC uh, is inspired by Farmer Hoggett from Babe, and is a delightful individual, and is in fact true to form a black halfling so yeah. uh, do you find yourself doing that i feel like whenever i'm on like something really big i feel mm-hmm. like i have to put like an ex i always put an explicitly black character in things yeah. now but i'm also just like if i can i'll put a black halfling in there somewhere. yeah <laughs> i it's it's a strong temptation whenever i do it and in some cases yeah. <laughs> i'm like if in this particular case i'm like do you have many halflings? I'm like, do you, you can do a half. Okay, well, let's. Okay, well, I guess that's what we're doing. Don't do. <laughs> mind if I do. Uh, but the <laughs> legitimately, the the Kickstarter is already funded. It got funded in ninety minutes. Uh, it's already more than doubled its goal. But please go back to this book because there are stretch goals. Uh, the more yes. the more money it makes, the more stretch goals can be reached. Uh, there are literally. I'm going to read you. There's going to be three hundred and twenty pages. Plus long, a hundred plus Whoa. illustrated NPCs paired with voice acted monologues. It Whoa. includes stat blocks, magic items, side quests, one of which I may also be working on, uh, hey. VTT tokens, and more. Uh, there are still 28 days left to back this project as of me saying this. Uh, please go get yourself involved with this. Even the art for Anansi looks so cool. So it's an actual cool. black dude. It's an actual yeah. black dude they got as a Nazi. On the cover. Yeah. It's great. On it's the great. cover. It's so cool. So uh, cool. I think this is, yeah, I think this is a very, very cool and awesome and sick book. And I've also seen the art for my character. Uh, my character's name is Wart Hadadu. And uh, Wart also has a pet cow named Pig. Incredible. Absolutely yes. incredible. Of course. Yes. Of course he does. Um, 
Amazing. Uh, so happy to see you doing so many awesome things. I love this. This is great. I'm very proud of us. Well done. Uh, us. We're just patting uh, ourselves I, on the back here. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm getting better at this. It's something that I'm realizing. Mm-hmm. I I got invited to do a thing today, and I negotiated myself a higher fee. Would you believe? <gasps> I know. What was it? It was thing? terrifying, and I felt incredible. I cannot say, but I oh. will tell you off air. <laughs> um, but like, I felt very nervous about it, but I did it because I was like, do you know what? I think I deserve more than this. And they were like, yes. And I was like, okay. Um, but uh, yes, no, that is actually very exciting. It is actual play related, um, uh, which is exciting. There's actually two uh, potential actual play things coming up very soon, which I'm ex- very excited to tell everyone about. Um, uh, and yeah, just to say again, if you want to hire me as a DM for a birthday party, or if you want to get your parents involved, or if uh, you uh, just want to yeah treat your friends whatever it is let me know hit me up uh i there, there's a website in my link in, in the in the in my bio which is uh at jw underscore cartwright on all of the platforms uh so just at jw underscore cartwright you can find me uh you can find the show at three that's the number three black halflings uh and uh one final thing to say is just that we are very close to selling out of the trading cards so if you want to get them make sure you get them soon the outlaws and others trading cards they are super limited edition i don't know if we're gonna be able to do them uh like another run of these same cards so make sure that you get in there uh get on it now part of those sales is me i will be honest i've got a couple because i want to give some people some 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 cards but that's only like three the rest of them have all been sold oh wow so we need to if you want to get in there get in there soon uh but anyway that is more than enough housekeeping uh thank you so much for listening to this episode i hope you've enjoyed it let us know about your opinions of the house dragon and the rings of power we will see you next week so long shy folks so long shy folks was a HeadGum Podcast.